Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, September 5th, 2023 on Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday weekend, a long holiday weekend. This is our first Today on Broadway of the week, but we did have a special episode in the feeds yesterday in which I spoke with Gordon Greenberg and Steve Rosen, the mm-hmm. writers, and then Gordon uh, directed the new play, Dracula, A Comedy of Terrors, that began performances at New World Stages last night, Monday, September 4th. Great conversation. Um, the folks over on This Week on Broadway had Arnie Burton, who is one of the stars of the show, on as well. So lots of Dracula conversation in the podcast feeds of the last few days. There's a couple other things that I wanted to hit real quick before we dive into the full news. Remember that Yesterday, September 4th, was the first day of Broadway week, which is actually two weeks. It is running through September 17th. There are buy one, get one free tickets for over 20 shows. We'll have information in the show notes. Check that out. Don't forget about uh, that great opportunity. And then, Grace, we mentioned the fact that original Maisie, the star of Shucked Caroline Interbickler, would be departing the production fairly early into a run on Sunday, September 3rd. And even though I know you knew this, uh, she officially announced that the reason she's leaving is because she's pregnant. So she posted a really sweet, cool Instagram picture where she had, <laughs> she was standing there with her husband and had a little all shucks onesie in front of her belly. So well, she's not, on. Well, they're not married yet. That's her fiance, Sean, and they, they are getting married in September. So that's why if you noticed Alex Newell's uh, farewell speech at the end was saying, we hope that you and Sean and like your fiance, like that, you know, they're getting married. They're having a bit, like they're they're building this beautiful life. And so I'm very sad to see her leave the show because I think she's extraordinary. And I just I hope and pray she will be back on a stage as soon as she is able to. But that that farewell speech um, on stage at Shucked was really really beautiful. Second time I've seen her leave. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because so you saw her leave. You saw her leave uh, Frozen. Frozen. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen that uh, that speech, so I'll try to track that down. I, you know, I would love to see her be able to come back to Shocked if it's still going. Uh, that's why I'm hoping that it is still running by the time she is is back ready to get to work. In the meantime, Isabel McCullough is taking over the role starting on uh, Friday, actually, uh, September eighth. See how long she's in there for. I think she might have something else to do coming up in the spring, but we will cross that bridge when we get to it. Normally, this is where I plug the Patreon, but we're going to do a whole section about some changes we're doing to the Patreon, changes we're doing to the regular feed coming up at the end of the episode, for, so stick around for that. All right, Grace, we're going to dive into a section of some show and casting news. This one's kind of interesting. So we'd previously talked about the fact that the musical Beaches is kind of going to go through a little bit of a rewrite with Mike Stoller coming on to help write new music as it had previously had a couple productions across the country, including one with Whitney Basher and Shoshana Bean in Chicago. That show is going to be playing in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, starting starting next spring on May 18th, running through June 16th at the Arts Commons Max Bell Theatre in Calgary. Well, we know that last week there was a bit of a reading with this show. The cast for that one includes Jessica Vosk and Kara Lindsay, two former Wicked stars, uh, in the roles that Shoshana and, and Whitney played in Chicago. Also in the cast is Elizabeth Teeter, Annalise Scarpacci, and Charlotte Harrington. I believe that Jared Zarilli was in it as well. I saw from some social media posts, which is interesting 
because he's Whitney Basher's husband. So Whitney did the previous version. It looks like he might have been in the reading of this one. Obviously, no confirmation yet, Grace, if this will be the cast moving forward next May. Anything can happen between now and then, and some of these people can be booked and blessed. But Jessica's a friend. She's been on here before. And I just... I. I adore Kara Lindsay. Uh, she is super goofy on stage, but I think she is incredibly talented. And I, I wish that she had gotten more opportunities in the last couple of years. Uh, but hopefully this is one that leads to bigger and better things for her because I, I think she's spectacular, Grace. I mean, she's been she's been momming. That's the thing. Like That's between um, Kevin, her husband, who is um, in Wicked, saw him, who is in <laughs> yeah. Wicked, ironically. Yeah. Um, but, you know, first met him, obviously, through like the newsies of it all. But like she he he's so he's so fantastic like he led a gentleman's guide for quite a while on um, tour and he was he great tour but no yeah. i saw him on broadway he, oh you did he, okay um, great. he did get to do it beforehand and that was um i saw him as um not the dice with family but the other character <laughs> i'm forgetting yeah um, the the bryce pinkham part yeah yeah exactly and he was spectacular and so like i know that they've just been doing a lot of the family stuff and she she was an incredible glinda like I, I agree with you, though. Like, it's going to be really perfect to see her in this type of role. I also throw out that, like, I never noticed until this press release rolled out that she looks a lot like Olivia de Havilland. Like, if there's ever Ooh. an Olivia de Havilland, like, musical or, like, behind, even though, like, it was rumored that she was a crazy bee. Um, but then she, you that know. That could make for interesting very, stuff. Yeah. I know, right? But I just thought like, oh my God, on camera, I bet she would play an amazing Olivia de Havilland. So um, just throwing that out there. But I love to see Annalise Carpacci and Teeter working. I think that they're going to be phenomenal. Even though they're like, I always thought that Beaches would have like children, like children, children playing these Yeah, roles. these are these adults. Are women in their 20s. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of weird. But um, it might be strategic and they might have like the little ones play little ones. And then they're kind of like the middle Fionas, if you will. Um, or like the... Yeah. the like yeah. they're doing in the so, notebook too duckling donna's yeah so um i'm excited i'm excited for whatever this means as long as you are then beneath my wings yes very well done very well played um the other casting little bit of news we got comes from chicago not the city but the musical. It was announced last week that Lily Thomas will be joining the company of the show in the role of Matron Mama Morton beginning on September 11th. In addition to making her Broadway debut, Thomas will become the first Asian American actor to play the role on Broadway. Which seems insane to me because this show has been running since 1996. And the fact that we are having to do this type of announcement this deep into the run, much like we did with Emily and Allie and, and stuff, the fact that it took this long for this to happen is a little disappointing, but incredibly excited for Lily Thomas to take over the role. She previously played Cynthia Murphy in the national tour of Dear Evan Hansen and has done a bunch of work both in New York and across the country. All right, Grace, let's talk about this week's upcoming Broadway schedule. It's still fairly light as we are in uh, kind of this dead period, but we, we are going to start seeing a lot more Broadway shows begin performances and eventually open up. But we're going to start off Broadway on Wednesday, September 6th, with the first performance of Death, Let Me Do My Show. This is the new one-person show from Emmy winner Rachel Bloom, the co-creator and star of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. The show is, I'll, I'll just read it because it is very much in <laughs> Rachel's 
sarcastic tone, but it is a one-woman musical comedy that is definitely not about the ever-present specter of death. Rachel Bloom's new show is filled with raunchy and escapist material that will in no way explore the pandemic and all the tumultuous events that ensued in her personal life. Nothing will stop Rachel from partying like it's 2019. When this was announced, we talked about the fact that she lost her writing partner from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Adam Schlesinger, very early on in the pandemic, and that obviously probably will play a pretty big part uh, in this show, but I have loved Rachel Bloom from before Crazy Ex-Girlfriend when she had a very raunchy video about Ray Bradbury, which you should look up on on social media. I think she's brilliant. I think she's great. And I love the fact that she is writing a show for the stage. And I would love for her to do more work in the in the theater space moving forward. Grace. I just want to say that once again, I know that I'm kind of like beating a dead horse. I'm actually staring at his book here, An Actor's Companion by Seth Barish. He is directing this show. Mm -hmm. I've told you all many, many times that he is the king of solo shows. I took his like Barrow Group courses. He's phenomenal. The way that he helps craft storytelling is the 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 top of the top um he's helped develop all those mike birbiglia shows uh mm-hmm. that you know and love and um helped don't think twice the film um he actually plays lord michaels uh, as a character like a spoof on lord michaels so if you've never seen that film about improv check it out it's, um, it's really good uh, but yeah so he's directing this um right where it needs to be at the lucille Lortel theater so i i hope i get to see this i obviously like have to see this but i'm really excited for just more solo fun theater especially downtown yeah so especially rachel bloom that's fucking killer so good for her and i can't wait to see this yeah this one is just running through september 30th i was really disappointed because i was kind of hoping yeah i was hoping that it would be there long enough for me to see it when i'm in town but um it's a very short run but the reason it's a short run is because starting in october aubrey plaza and christopher abbott are doing danny and the deep blue sea there so the Lortel has really good stuff coming up, but um, definitely want to get that. And I will say, Rachel Bloom's show does not have Sunday performances, so it does have shows on Monday night, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure that it was still going on when I was in town in October. But uh, always like to point out when there are Monday shows and she has 5.30 shows on Saturdays. So love the weird, odd times. So check that one out. Then moving to Broadway on Thursday, September 7th, we have the first performance of Pearly Victorious, a non-Confederate romp through the Cotton Patch. This is the Broadway revival of the show written by Ozzie Davis, directed by Kenny Leon and has just a fantastic cast led by Leslie Odom Jr. Of course, we talked about her last week. Grace Carey Young is in there as well. Uh, Noah Robbins, J.O. Sanders, uh, Bill Timoney, uh, Heather Alicia Sims, Vanessa Bell Calloway, <laughs> Billy Eugene Jones, Noah Pizek, a really, really fantastic cast and very much looking forward to this one. It begins performances, like I said, on Thursday at the Music Box Theater and officially opens on the 27th. So very cool to see Leslie back on on stage, especially in a play and playing opposite Kara Young is going to be fantastic. So Billy Eugene Jones, like what was it 12 seconds ago that we had him in Fat Ham? Like I yeah, can't, exactly I right. want to see him do every single fucking thing. Like I really, really do. Um, and this is no exception. So obviously I'm going to be there with bells on, but um, yeah, just wanted to shout that out. I'm, I'm so excited to see him on stage. It really kind of is crazy. If you look through like Billy Eugene Jones, who I do not think is like a huge name by any stretch of the imagination in theater. But if you go and look through his 
IBDB. Like he made his Broadway debut in the 2004 production of A Raisin in the Sun. Then he was in Gym of the Ocean. He was in Radio Golf. He was in Passing Strange. He was in Book of Mormon. He was in The Mountaintop. He was in Big Knife. He was in The Trip of Bountiful. Then he was in the 2014 revival of A Raisin in the Sun. Then in the last three years, he did A Soldier's Play, Fat Ham, and now Pearly Victorious. Just really one of those kind of consummate professionals on Broadway that just keeps showing up in places. And you always know that you're going to get a great performance from him. And then the final show that I wanted to point out this week is the off-Broadway premiere of the show Swing State. This is coming to you from the Audible Theater at the Mineta Lane Theater. It begins performances on Friday, September 8th, and is currently scheduled to run through October 21st. This one comes from Chicago's Goodman Theater, and um, it is written by Pulitzer Prize finalist Rebecca Gilman and is directed by Tony winner Robert Falls. Evenings on the Prairie are relatively quiet for Peg, a recently widowed woman in rural Wisconsin who still cooks for two, which doesn't go to waste when Ryan, a dear friend with a troubled past, pays her a visit. However, after noticing her husband's toolbox is missing, she places a call to the local authorities, unwittingly setting off a series of events that will forever reverberate through the small community. This one sounds... This one sounds juicy, Grace. I really, I'm looking forward to this one. And obviously, uh, if Audible is is helping produce it, they are going to be putting it on their service for people to listen to. So there's probably a lot of really twisty, turny stuff that will work really well in this one. Yeah, I I, I have uh, tickets confirmed. I can't wait to see it. Um, oh, I love supporting Audible and the Medellin Theater, especially just like in that little sector of West Village and and uh, downtown theater. So yeah, I'm really excited. Great. All right. These are some recommendations for the week. You mentioned the farewell speech from Alex Newell to Caroline and her Bickler. I'm going to try to find that and put that in the show notes. There was also a number of things coming out of the Broadway closing of Funny Girl with uh, Leah Michelle performing the song. My Man. My My Man, which if you don't know what that's all about, that's a song that has lyrics from an original Fanny Bryce song, but it's not actually the original Fanny Bryce song. It was incorporated into the movie but never actually into the Broadway show. And Barbara Streisand sang it after she left Funny Girl on Broadway as well. Of course, never to return to Broadway again. So Leah Michelle did that as a tribute, I suppose, and, and a little bit of a tradition. So there's a video of that. So we'll put that in the show notes. And then this is something I'm just throwing out there, Grace. Lady Gaga has begun her residency in Las Vegas. Lady Gaga Jazz and Piano. It's a series of concerts. She's doing it through October 5th at Dolby Live at Park MGM. What's interesting about this is the programs are playbills, which I thought is very interesting. They're like official playbills. What are the chances this comes to Broadway? The the show is all standards from the Great American Songbook, as well as acoustic versions of her own songs. So like, if she's already got playbills made, you might as well bring it to New York, right? <laughs> you know, the girl can't be strutting down the streets of the Joker 2 singing her Harley Quinn songs. She can't <laughs> be doing TV right now. So she's probably like, you know what? To honor Tony Bennett, I'm just going to do these live shows. And they, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she could. She very well could. And given how many vacancies we have, why not? Like, we've been talking about, like, you know, uh, stimulate mm-hmm. the the theater economy with a week of performances with 
bukus of $500 tickets. I don't care. I'll like do it. But yeah, so I think it, 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 it is interesting. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, we know that Stephanie is an NYU girl. She is a theater yes. girl. And she is always going to be a theater girl, even when she is at the top of her game, Lady Gaga performing on the Oscars. At the end of the day, she wants her name in a fucking playbill like we all do. So Mm -hmm. I get it. Even if this was just a bit like it's still her name in a playbill and she's she loves that. So good good for her. Yeah, she went to NYU Tisch School of the Arts studied music there, but has always been kind of a theatery person. Obviously, she has had plenty of success, both as a, a singer and a songwriter and an actress as well. So we'll see. It's going to happen eventually. I mean, I don't know how, but she's going to be on Broadway at some point. So might as well do this if you if she's already got playbills made up. Um, one other thing I want to point out real quick is the box office is going to open at the Barrymore Theater for Harmony this Thursday. And... Barry Manilow and Bruce Sussman are going to be there. So if you want to head over to the Barrymore, the box office will officially open at 10 a.m. on Thursday. And the first 100 people in line will have an opportunity to meet Barry and Bruce. So head over there, get an autograph on your ticket, do whatever you want. Performances begin on October 18th. All right, Grace, we've been promising this for a, a little over a month now. We did the whole couple weeks, two, three weeks of the survey that we asked people to fill out. We crunched all the numbers, went through things. You and I have talked about things. James and I have talked about things. Ashley and I have talked about things. So here's kind of what we have decided to do moving forward. We are going to start adding in a few more of the shows that we've done in the past into the regular feed and the Patreon feed early, but they will not be exclusives to Patreon. Um, Jennifer McHugh and I are going to continue doing a regional theater show. It's just going to be once a month, um, but it'll be this month in theater. So we uh, are, are doing it properly. So a lot of people wanted that one. Another show that a lot of people wanted to hear was The O. Henry Report, which is a show that Oliver Roth and I used to do for Broadway World, where uh, we kind of look at the insides of producing shows in New York City and around the country. So we'll do that once a month as well. Then over in the Patreon feed, Grace, you and I have talked about this. We're going to be doing a couple extra episodes every month. In fact, we'll have a total of four new episodes every month in the feed. Grace, you and I are going to have one where we just kind of chat about stuff, which is always fun. We're also going to do a mailbag episode where we invite people to ask questions about theater, about pop culture, about you know, whatever they want to hear us talk about. So I think that'll be really fun. I'm still doing, I'm going to do my travelogue episodes. And then at some point every month, we'll have just kind of like a a chat with friends, um, theater content creators, just about issues and stuff going on around the theater community. Grace, if you and I are going to chat about something, one of the things that we do off mic quite a bit is talk about like, ooh, what show's going here? What show's going there? There will be some of that, but... We both have sources that we can't burn, so we're not going to give away everything there. But I imagine, (laughs) especially you working in the industry, but I imagine there might be some tea spilled in those episodes when tea is allowed to be spilled. Exactly. You know, we all have NDAs, um, but (laughs) I don't I do not have any NDAs, but I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn anybody's confidence that tells me things. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I think that there's but there's also like, you know, um, I think there's a lot to discuss. And I'm so excited that people were able to continue to like, let us know what's working, what's not working, what they want to hear more of. Obviously, like, the reason that we get to do this show is because of our Patreon. So we're very, very excited and grateful to continue moving that forward and bring you all the news every single day. Um, But yeah, so the more the more bonus content for those special subscribers, the better. And so we're really excited to bring it to you. Yeah, so that's going to be on one level of the Patreon. 
And I'll talk about that in a second. And then on the next level of Patreon, you'll get all of that stuff, early access to episodes, all the Patreon exclusive episodes. And then we will also have some other perks. We'll be doing quarterly hangout Zoom sessions where we can all get together and talk about things um, with me and James and Gracie. You're welcome to jump on those as well. We'll also do some either quarterly or maybe once, uh, uh, like once every six months, have just episodes where listeners come on and talk about the shows that they've seen throughout the year. They did that on this week on Broadway a couple weeks ago when both Peter and Michael were out of town, and it was a ton of fun. It was really cool to hear what everybody thought about shows that they had seen. James also likes the idea of doing some sort of Tony hangout. I don't know exactly how that will work, whether it'll be like in an audio type room or a video chat, or maybe just like a chat room discord kind of thing. But James is kicking around ideas, how we can all kind of be together to watch the Tonys together. Even if we're not together, Grace, I know you usually are working for the Tonys, but somehow for us to kind of do those things. So those are all in the mix. We also are developing ideas and trying to figure out uh, hosts for a theater history show, like a This Week in Theater History, things that open, things that closed, major stories that happen about those Broadway birthdays for the next week, things like that will be in a, a history show. And then we're also going to do a show specifically about cast albums. What are the cast albums that are coming out over the next week? Play you a song from different ones, give you information about them, give you some insights from somebody who really knows about music. So don't have all the details about those worked out just yet, but we will. So those are coming and those will be Patreon exclusives too. So currently we are not going to change any of the pricings on the different Patreon levels. We have the balcony, mezzanine, orchestra, house seats, backstage, and then we have the group chat, which is $1 million a month. Then you get put on our group chat. So please sign up for that one if you want to get all the inside details. We're not going to change anything about those in terms of the pricing right now. Um, just we're going to tier those off as to what perks are assigned to each one. So you'll see that I'm going to, this will take effect on Monday, the 11th. So we'll be making those changes over the next few days. So you can see that. And then on January 1st of 2024, we will be increasing a little bit, uh, uh, the prices on the first two levels. And then we'll, we'll talk more about that as we get closer. But like Grace said, we are very appreciative of everybody who filled out that survey, everybody who supports us on Patreon, everybody who just listens, whether you're listening in the regular feed or on Patreon. It really means the world to us, and you're the reason that we get to do this and do all of these fun things and talk to all these incredible people that we do. So uh, while I'm speaking for me, and I feel like I'm speaking for Grace, I'm, I'm certainly speaking for everybody here at Broadway Radio who appreciates what you do uh, and what you give to us both of your time and in certain cases in money as well. Uh, it is certainly not overlooked and underappreciated. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can follow me pretty much on anywhere on social media at Matt Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on all forms of social media at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Tuesday, a wonderful week, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.